Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to be talking about suitcase nukes. It's been a long time since we talked about them. As a matter of fact, I have on this note that I discussed this August 22nd of 2013. However, in light of this last dream from Dana Coverstone, which, by the way, he is coming to the Solemn September Assembly, September 18 to 20, and you get signed up to go there at watchmanstrumpet.com. So anyway, I'm going to refresh your memory on these suitcase nukes because apparently what he is saying is that unless we pray, as a matter of fact, it doesn't even say it could be prayed away. Kind of like Nineveh, there was nothing that Jonah was told saying that it, it could be prayed away. But nevertheless, Nineveh still prayed, and it was delayed for 40 years, and we can't take that chance. We've got to pray this away, my brothers and sisters. So first of all, what is going on now? This first thing I'm going to read is straight from Wikipedia. It says, former Russian National Security Advisor Alexander Lebed, in an interview with CBS Magazine, 60 Minutes, on 7 September 1997, claimed that the Russian military had lost track of more than 100 out of the 250 suitcase nuclear bombs Russia created. This was back in the 80s, okay? Stanislav Lunev, the highest-ranking Russian GRU defector, claimed that such Russian-made devices exist and described them in more detail. And, of course, he made this into a Prophecy Club DVD that you can watch at prophecyclub.com or order the DVD at prophecyclub.com. Anyway, the Wikipedia goes on to say, The devices, identified as RA-115s, weigh from 50 to 60 pounds. They can last for many years if wired to an electric source. In case there is a loss of power, there is a battery backup. If the battery runs low, the weapon has a transmitter that sends a coded message either by satellite or by directly to the GRU post at a Russian embassy or consulate. According to Lunev, the number of, quote, missing nuclear devices is almost identical to the number of strategic targets upon which those bombs would be used. Lunev said that he had personally looked for hiding places for weapons caches in the Shenandoah Valley and that it is surprising how easy it is to smuggle nuclear weapons into the United States, either across the Mexico border or using a small transport missile that can slip undetected when launched from a Russian airplane. U.S. Congressman Kurt Weldon supported claims by Lunev, but noted that Lunev had, quote, exaggerated things, according to the FBI. Searches of the areas identified by Lunev have been conducted, but law enforcement officials have, here it is, never found such weapons caches with or without portable nuclear weapons. All right, now let's jump forward. November 1998, Stanislav Lunev came to speak at the Prophecy Club. He made a DVD called Russian Defector Warns America. In this video, he stated that the 50 lost in Russia suitcase nuclear bombs had been smuggled into the United States. May 5, 2003, Michael Boldea, grandson of Dmitry Dudeman, had a dream called Season of Sorrow and was shown suitcase nuclear bombs going off in California, Illinois, Michigan, Arizona, Washington State, Florida, and New York. Dimitri said to him in the dream, These are the places where those who were sent here long ago to bring fear and cause chaos have situated themselves. They lie in wait, planning and plotting destruction. They are as coiled serpents looking forward to the hour that will be loosed upon this nation. 
if God's children pray, once more he will delay the season of sorrow that is yet to come. Now, here's the problem with that. To buy my account, it's already been delayed at least twice. Question is, can we delay it more? January 9, 2005, I was shown in a dream I call the next 9-11 attack, which I made a DVD on in October of 2007, would be a series of suitcase nuclear explosions all across America. And I was shown that international bankers would use sophisticated bombs and experts in several cities, one hitting a regional bank, which would destroy their records and backups. And this would put billions of dollars into the hands of the international bankers while throwing the U.S. economy into a freefall. In 2005, former Congressman Kurt Weldon, vice chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, uncovered a plot to set explosions in 10 cities. He could not get the authorities to act, so he published the information in a book called Countdown to Terror. I have a copy of the book. The 10 cities were Valdez, Alaska, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, New York City, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Chicago, Miami, and Houston. On October 15, 2004, in a dream summarized as The Eagle and the Serpent, Michael Boldea was shown an eagle killed by three serpents. He was told the first bite was 9-11. He was told the second serpent would be much worse than the first, and the third serpent, one of many colors, meaning many nations, finally killed the eagle. The angel said the first bite was 9-11. The second bite is yet to come. The third attack will be America's destruction. He said the second bite came from an unexpected place. Then in February 2013, Doug Metzger made a DVD called Will You Survive America's Fault? It also available at watchprophecyclub.com instantly or disc at prophecyclub.com. Anyway, he made one called Will You Survive America's Fall, in which he reports that he was shown a vision of suitcase nukes hitting Los Angeles, New York City, Las Vegas, Washington, D.C., Chicago, San Francisco, Houston, Seattle, Orlando, Dallas, Atlanta, and Denver. I should also mention that Doug said he saw when it hit Atlanta, for example, he said all of the cars would not start. Now remember that, because that's going to be important. All of the cars would not start. This past Monday, I woke up out of a dream, God telling me to sell a piece of property that Leslie and I bought back in 2003. And he said that if I don't sell it, it's going to be worthless. So within two hours, it was put up for sale. And I'm praying that maybe you can pray also that it would sell quickly because I want to use that money to begin to prepare. So all of these 40 years studying prophecy and 28 years doing Prophecy Club, I've not done much to prepare. Yes, I have a few preparations. I have a Berkey water filter. I have some water stored. I also have some food stored. I, but I don't have a whole lot, primarily because my heart was not to try to survive the tribulation in America. I was going to probably go to Israel or some little island someplace. That was my plan. However... In the light that I was told that I need to sell this property, that tells me several things. That tells me that financial trouble is coming to Stan and Leslie Johnson personally. Well, what does that mean? It means that 
financial difficulties also coming to Prophecy Club, Spirit of Prophecy Church. And that also means that it's also coming to you. Because if God allows trouble to come to Stan and Leslie, Spirit of Prophecy Church, Prophecy Club, you better know that is coming to you too. Okay, so what do you do? Well, as I said, in November 1998, Stanislav Lunev was told these 50 lost in Russia suitcase nuclear bombs had been smuggled into America. Then Dana Coverstone comes along just here a week ago, and he had an angel say in so many words that these suitcase nukes will detonate in November. I'll get to that in a moment. But if that takes place, I haven't really prepared for that, so I began doing a little research. found a company called EMPShield.com, and they have military tested their devices against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges, and they back it with a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy, they say. One of these devices in a 10,000-square-foot home or smaller protects it, or a vehicle, an RV, or electrical generators. So I called them. I'm thinking, i got to get some of these for myself. Then I thought, well, wait, maybe we can get a better deal for our listeners, because if I want them, probably the listeners do too. So I set up a deal with EMPShield.com. Here's the deal. You can get a $50 discount, a $50 gift card, if you go to EMPShield.com and you enter the promo code PROPHECY. The promo code PROPHECY. Here's what I'm doing. I'm getting one for my home, one for each of the cars, and since I also have a generator, which I'm going to get all set up now, Actually, it's a 6KW diesel generator that's not even out of the box yet. It's been sitting in the warehouse in Topeka, Kansas for some, I don't know, over 20 years. It's not even been opened yet, but now in light of this, I'm going to set it up. I'm going to put one of those EMPShield.com devices on it because I'd like to have electricity. Not only that, but I'd like to be a blessing to all of my neighbors that are not preparing because they're going to need electricity. Now, Lindsay Williams was a chaplain back in the 1970s to the Alaska Pipeline. And he got to where he was winning so many souls to Jesus, it was actually helping the oil company. They went to him and invited him to become one of the elites. Well, he didn't understand at the time that he had actually joined the secretive elite, which ruled the world. They actually invited him to come into their board meeting. For some three years, he got to sit in their board meetings. He met and got to know some of the rulers of the world. He says absolutely, positively, without a doubt, there is a group of people above president that rule the world. He said, I know. I met with them. I had dinner with them for three years. And he said, the elite consider it to be unsportsmanlike not to warn the sheep when the goat is about to attack. So... They do tell us when they're going to do something, but they tell us in a veiled way, like through TV or print, things like that. Now, speaking of that, Lindsay tells me he is going to be releasing a new DVD in the next week or so, and he has not released one for, I don't know, almost four years. Now, let's go to the next article. This comes to us from HalTurnerRadioShow.com. Headline, Washington Post says... Election will end in violence unless Biden wins landslide. 
What's going on here? Are you catching this? This, my brothers and sisters, is the elite telling us what they're about to do. Now, in so many words, they're telling us, in my opinion, that they're about to use these suitcase nukes on America. It says the far left, Washington Post, blackmailed the country Thursday with a threat framed as analysis that says only a landslide victory for Joe Biden can save us from violence. Did you catch that? Let me read that again. A veiled threat saying that only a landslide victory for Joe Biden, Joe Biden can save us from violence or what you might say from suitcase nukes. I'll show you. The election will likely spark violence and a constitutional crisis, the tweet reads. In every scenario except a Biden landslide, our simulation ended catastrophically. Only a Biden landslide can save America from a national catastrophe. In other words, that's a nice country you got there. Be a shame if anything happened to it. That's what they're saying. President Trump has broken countless norms and ignored countless laws during his time in office, they say. And while my colleagues and I at the Transition Integrity Project, Transition Integrity Project, okay, what is that? That's a think tank. What's a think tank? That's where the elite have people that are extremely well-informed and very brilliant sit around and they game things. They war game things. They say, well, what if this? What if this? And, and by the way, I think this is the group that comes up with things like calling people racist or xenophobic. And I had the Transition Integrity Project didn't want to lie awake at night contemplating the ways American experiment could fail. We realized that identifying the most serious risks to our democracy might be the best way to avert a November disaster. So we built a series of war games, sought out some of the most accomplished Republicans, Democrats, civil servants, media experts, pollsters, strategists around the world, and asked them to imagine what they do in a range of election and transition scenarios. A landslide for Joe Biden resulted in a relatively orderly transfer of power, Every other scenario we looked at involved street-level violence and political crisis. What are they saying? This is a warning. This is saying, unless Joe Biden wins, we're going to hit you with a group of suitcase nukes. Now, that's my opinion on it. Now, let's go to Dana Coverstone's latest dream. By the way, I talked about this in detail yesterday for my Sunday message. Those of you that aren't listening to the Sunday message, you want to listen to these because these aren't your typical preaching. This is preaching in light of Bible prophecy, especially the last two. I'm talking about preparations, and I go through this in detail. I also tie in the suitcase nukes, but instead of being limited to 30 minutes as I am in a radio program, I talked for about an hour and a half, and Leslie was out of town. She called me, how'd it go? And I said, it was very good. So I'll tell you right now, it was very good. You want to go to it. What you want to do is listen to the one that is called Prepare, and then also the one from yesterday called Prepare 2. It will be well worth your time. Anyway, so let's go to the most recent Dana Coverstone dream. It's actually a series of dreams. September 4th. Now, as I record this, this is 9-8. So this is four days ago. I call it Ash and Shelters. He said, each one of these dreams got longer each night, showing me more things each night as they went on. I saw the calendar of December. Now, remember that. I saw the calendar of December, and I saw the finger of the angel, underlined slowly, 
pushing slowly, forcefully underlining the name December. Then it flipped to January. Then underlined January, slow and pushing. Then the vision started. The first vision I was shown long food lines. I hope you're listening. Even though I have some long-term storage food, guess what? I'm getting more. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm not just preparing for me and Leslie, but also for my family, for congregation members, and for my neighbors around me. You know, you got to have plenty. So in the first vision, I saw long food lines. I saw people waiting for what seemed like hours, standing in line, not in cars. Did you hear that? Not in cars. Why aren't they in cars? Because none of their cars work. Because the suitcase nukes have EMP and it fried the computer chips in their cars, all of them, their cell phones, all of the electricity's out and everything. And that's the reason I'm getting EMP and I'm making preparations to try to have some kind of semblance of electricity in a life after this happens. In other words, as I'll get to it, I'm convinced that it's going to be very, very difficult to pray this away. I'm not going to give up. But at the same time, I am preparing as if the suitcase nukes are going to be hitting in November. That's what he's about to say. Let's go on. I saw people waiting for what seemed to be like hours, standing in line, not in cars. I saw this throughout the nation. Unfortunately, Dallas is included. I saw ships and ports on the east and west coast sitting idle, not moving at sea. Nothing. I saw a headline that said, Baltic Dry Index is dead. What's the Baltic Dry Index? Well, it predates the United States. <laughs> it's been registered for years now. What is it? It's when a ship moves dry goods across the ocean, they keep track of it. And they want to know how much goods is moving across the ocean. And it's an index to say this is how much trade is moving around the world. So when the Baltic Dry Index is dead, what is it saying? It's saying that no one in the world is buying or selling. It's saying all buying and selling has stopped. Why is that? Because most of the people that buy it, i.e. America, got hit with suitcase nukes, and they're not buying anything. It's saying that the whole world has stopped trade. So in case you're thinking, well, I can't come to the solemn September assembly because I can't get off. Look, brothers and sisters, if we don't get together, if we don't assemble, if we don't stop this, if we don't stop this, you won't have a job. Oh, maybe you'll have a job for a few weeks, maybe even a month or two. But if we get hit with suitcase nukes, we are going to be thrown back into a society that is 100 years old. We don't know how to hunt and fish and how to like smoke meat. We don't know how to preserve meat. We don't know how to, to live the way they lived 100 years ago. So either we get together in assembly and we fast and we pray this off, or we can count on the worst place on the planet to live, just like Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26 both say. He'll make us go from the head to being the tail, meaning God will take us from being the best nation on earth to the worst place to live. I saw a headline say the Baltic index is dead. That's bad news. That's the worst news I think I've heard. I noted that there were no Christmas lights. This was December. There were no holiday displays, no sales, no Christmas lights, no displays of Santa Claus, Easter, you know, Christmas type things like that going on. 
It was great sadness over the whole land. People everywhere seemed dazed and confused. Well, why? Because, you know, you wake up and all the electricity's out. Your car won't start. Your cell phone's dead. You wake up and all of a sudden the electricity won't come on, won't keep the things in your refrigerators cold. You figured out in a day or so, you're not going to have food. That is, unless you got long-term storage food, which, of course, I'd recommend you go to heavensharvest.com and use the promo code STAND to get some. But see, it takes, probably it'll take two or three days for people to wake up and to realize this is not a dream. They're going to have to go to sleep and wake up several days in a row, and they're still not going away before they realize it's real. This is a new devastated America we live in. I noted that there were no Christmas lights. This was December. No holiday displays. No sales. No Christmas lights. Try to mention that. But there were Christians who stood out because they had faith. They had hope in Christ. See, brothers and sisters, that's what we've been preparing for. Have I not said that God has called me to raise up an army of prophecy teachers working miracles? This, see, while this is bad news to the world, to the person that is more concerned with building the kingdom of heaven than our life here on earth, to those kind of people like us, this is good news. We're going to finally be able to say, all right, now all of you stiff-necked people that didn't think you needed Jesus, didn't think you needed to go to church, read your Bible, or pray, now. And of course, now they're ready to listen, and we're going to point them to Jesus. Amen? They had faith and hope in Christ. They looked like burning charcoal. They were carrying torches everywhere they went, and they weren't like real torches. They're carrying the light of Jesus and the miracles. A lot of people rejected their approach, but... They kept their faith. They didn't back down from telling people about Jesus. They kept telling people that they are desperately in need of Jesus at that moment. They said, you need Jesus now. You need Jesus now. You need Jesus now. Don't wait. Don't wait. You have to get Jesus now. A lot of the message was rejected, but there were many that were coming and surrendering and praying and being saved. I saw what looked like shopping malls that had been converted into shelters and living quarters. Like after the Hurricane Katrina, people sheltered in football stadiums. The businesses in those shopping malls were all shuttered. People on cots. I saw food outreaches, but not like homeless shelters. Something real bad had happened nationally. People were in shelters all over the nation. I continued to see shuttered properties. I saw people in homes wearing coats, closed curtains, guns in their hands, protecting themselves. People inside their homes looking out at what's going on. I saw more of this gray snow stuff on the road. It wasn't pure white snow like after a fresh snowfall. I'll tell you what it was. It was fallout from the suitcase nukes going off all over America. I saw headlines reading, Nationwide outages plagued the Southwest. Another headline said, Americans don't know who to blame for darkness. In other words... When there's 20 to 50 suitcase nukes go off all the same hour all across America, Americans can say, who did this? Who did this to us? Well, the nukes were manufactured back in the 80s, snuck into America in the 90s, but detonated in 2020. They were Russian-made, but the people behind it are international bankers, and they are like ghosts. You don't know who they are. That's the problem. Americans don't know who to blame for the darkness. Some of the darkness stretched into Canada and north into Canada, but was not everywhere. I saw America with lights flickering. That's the suitcase nukes going off. 
It was like the whole country outline of the United States, including Alaska and Hawaii. It was like right before it goes out, it flickers and starts flashing. It looked like America was like a light bulb about to go out. In other words, he was seeing the suitcase nukes going off. I saw vultures with food hanging out of the mouth. Heavy, fat, rotting food hanging out of the mouths. What's that? Well, when the electricity has been off for three days, the food starts going bad. But after another three days, the food is bad, and you don't want to leave it in the refrigerator, so you throw it out. And that's all of the birds living off of the food. I saw depression as a creature with a face mask and a smile, but it was choking people, pushing them down to the ground. Then the scene changed. I saw the St. Louis Arch. I saw people under the arch wearing very expensive business suits and expensive watches. I think this is your international bankers with the suitcase nukes. At their feet were large briefcases that reminded me of nuclear suitcases. Suddenly, all of their alarms went off at the same time. They grabbed their briefcases, jumped into black SUVs, and left in all directions. I noticed each of them had a Wall Street Journal newspaper under his arm and dark sunglasses. These, my brothers and sisters, are your international bankers, extremely wealthy. They own and control these suitcase nukes to set them all to go off at the same time, probably within the same hour. And the Wall Street Journal newspaper tells us they are business people. They're international bankers. They're business people. Then I saw more headlines about market crashes, yields lost. One of the headlines declared sympathy for the swastika. I saw tired crowds. Many had lost resolve to fight. Then I saw groups of Christians. Here it is. This is us. We're going around spreading hope, saying, remember, Jesus had to flee in the winter, too. And they kept encouraging people with faith. I saw lights all over the country. These were churches. Churches were keeping warmth and hope in their communities. Then the white figure arose and out of those lights said, brace yourself, brace, brace, brace yourself on the word and my promises. Do not rely on your own strength. Now, I do not think that that's saying do not prepare. I think it's saying don't rely on your strength, your preparations. Still count on the word of God. Count on his word. Count on his promises. Stand upon the name of Jesus and his blood. He saw this in the calendar December and January. What's before that? That's November. So probably, see, this is a picture after the suitcase nukes have gone off for the most part. So in my opinion, the suitcase nukes will probably go off in November. This is a picture of December and January, unless, unless we pray. And in that, if you go down here where it says, brace yourself, brace, brace, brace yourself on the word of my promises. See, when the word repeats itself in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. Anytime something is repeated in the Bible twice, then that is confirmed. So we have to say at this point, this is not only the second time several things have been repeated, but this is several dreams specifically on suitcase nukes. So at this point, I cannot guarantee that we can pray these suitcase nukes off again. I believe we already prayed them off twice. Whether we can do it a third time, I don't know. But I can tell you what, this time, fasting the same fast, praying the same prayer the same day is not enough. This time, the word of the Lord says we must assemble. That's why we called a solemn September assembly. You go to watchmanstrumpet.com, read every word of it. It's very important, every word of it. 
maybe even read it twice. Get signed up to come. We have about 500 is the limit, and I just checked. We have 333 signed up. They are signing up at the rate of about 50 a day. So we're thinking, according to our estimate, by the end of the week, it may be full. For sure, we'll be full by the time we start. So if you want to come, go to watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com. If you want to get that EMP device, you go to empshield.com. empshield.com. If you want to get precious metals, go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Mention Prophecy Club. If you want to get food, you go to heavensharvest.com. Promo code STAN. empshield.com. Promo code PROPHECY. Should have done the same thing. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Heavensharvest.com. If you want the books, you go to prophecyclub.com. Get yourself prepared. We're about to go to work, my brothers and sisters. We're about to go to ministry. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call Cornerstoneassetmetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you.